baby. I'm a good boy. Come on, dude. Yeah, come on. Come on, dude. Come on, dude. Go, go get it. Come on. Go get it, man. One more. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Get it. Yeah. yeah come on. Hold it. Hold it. Hold, hold it. Hold it. Hold it. Hold it. Yeah, dude. Come on. Get up there. Come on, big girl. Who is it? Get it. Yeah. Yeah. Hold it. No. 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 Damn! What a burn. Dude, that was awesome. You fell off the V2 and the V8. That thing is sharp as fuck. Up there. Damn, dude. That's it? That's it? That's good beta. Welcome back to the Thousand Words Podcast. We've been out here for just over one week. The campground has a rhythm. Everyone wakes when the sun comes over the ridge. Folks gearing up for another day of climbing joins the sounds of boiling coffee water. Neighbors wave and say good morning as they walk to the pit toilets at the end of the lanes. It's still hot out here. The sun bakes the ground. It's dry, too. And the fire ban in southern Nevada shows no signs of lifting. We've been using a crank lantern in place of a campfire each night, passing it around whenever it gets low. The rock is hot and tears the skin which has been the greatest barrier to climbing. We're on our second rest day now, which is a rest day for our skin and not so much our bodies. We've stretched each morning and evening to keep the soreness away. The climbing we have done has been sweaty and sunny, which hasn't helped the skin on our fingers. We try to find the shade where we can, plan climbs with times of day for the best conditions. And we have climbed. Yesterday, Teague and I beat our records for most climbs in a single day and we did it before noon. I've climbed my hardest grades this trip and hope to add another before we leave. Teague has his sights set on a project tomorrow that would be his hardest grade yet. When climbing a new area without a local guide, we turn to books, books to tell us where and how and what to climb. The book I own for Red Rocks, we refer to as the Bible. I even went so far as to make a tape label for the cover. The book has a rating scale of zero to four stars to let us know which climbs are worth climbing, but it's subjective. Four stars means one might lose sleep thinking about the climb and that it's worth driving across the country for. Three stars and it's an area classic, a must do. Two stars and it's worthwhile if you're in the area already. One star means the climb is only okay, missing something in stone or setting, but it's the one star climbs that have been my most memorable. I sat down with my climbing partners to talk about our trip so far. Johnny, you wanna come, come pull up a chair here? Uh, yeah. Bring one of those chairs. Hello, hello, hello. And Jonah. Hello. Yeah, introduce yourself. Uh, I am Jonah. That's it. Uh, I'm from Wisconsin. Uh, I climb as well. I'm not a dirty boulderer. Despite this trip. Despite the trip. I am having a lovely time bouldering. This has been very, very, very nice. You got boulder shoes. I did. <laughs> I broke down and 
and was like, I guess if we're about a bouldering trip, I should get some bouldering shoes. And you got a new pad. Mm. Did get a new pad <laughs> at the cost of two old shoes. <laughs> Desert gives and takes. When did you start climbing? I just uh, don't. I don't know this. That would be. Ooh, it's kind of a hard question. Maybe like six, seven years ago. How old am I? That long? It's like yeah. Yeah, I mean, he was climbing before. He was working at the gym when we started going. I guess at least that's when true. I started going yeah. to the gym. Well, I wasn't working then. I was in high school with you guys. We had practice at the same time. Right. But I ran, right. I climbed past my practice into your guys' practice. Right. <laughs> it wasn't yeah, even Yeah, you guys practice. didn't have a coach, did you, nope. either? Nope. <laughs> nope. It was just yeah. us. Why did you start climbing? When did you start climbing? Like, why did you join a team in high school? Oh, it's very easy. Uh, I have a motto for life. And the motto is, do everything that you're afraid of. And so I'm terrified of heights. Yeah. It's like my number one fear. Heights has always been like the thing I've been most terrified of. Like as a child, going up to the top of a ladder would give me like a panic attack. Right. And then I didn't have a sport to do during one of the seasons of uh, in high school. And my art teacher, who was a climbing hippie at the time, and I went to a very Catholic high school. So he was like the standout yeah. in the high school. He was yep. just that he was that hippie who wasn't a Catholic who worked there, and he was like, "Well, come climb," and he was always kind of his classroom was always kind of like a sanctuary for kids who weren't super Catholic and were kind of counterculture, and so as soon as he said that, I was like, I'm "Terrified of heights." So I guess that that would that just makes sense. That I guess fits. I have to now. And so I did it once, and I remember climbing my little heart out for like the first night and then not being able to hold a pencil uh, <laughs> the following day, which was a weird sensation. <laughs> Why did you go back if you were afraid of heights? Like you tried it once and... Oh, it's gotta be that. It's that addicting feeling of uh, doing something that you didn't think you could do. Or like if, mm. someone, if someone told you you couldn't do something, that was like extra motivation to do it, except it was myself telling me right. that I couldn't do it. And so it was like that much more rewarding to like overcome that and be like you know i thought i would never be able to do this and mm -hmm. now i'm doing it and that's just i mean that's got to be the biggest reward i think why did you start climbing you got me into climbing i'm pretty sure the like, first time okay i'm climbing with was with you yeah you convinced me to go climbing and i mean i loved it you know it's not only what jonas said convincing yourself you can do something that people thought you couldn't do. Mm -hmm. But it's also just, I really like the problem-solving aspect to it. I hate working out, but, like, I mean, climbing's, like, right. Right. a great workout. And... But we, we all started in a gym, right? Yeah. We all started climbing in a gym. Unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but now, like, six, seven years later, we're in southern Nevada... Why are you guys willing to drive across the country just for some rocks? Because it's, it's such a stupid thing. It's like, we live in Wisconsin, and someone's like, yeah, there's... There's some cool rocks. There's some cool rocks <laughs> out near Vegas, and we're like, sure. <laughs> we'll drive out there and go climb. I feel like it's not only about the climbing, though, because I, I think I said it last time we talked. Mm -hmm. You know, I, because I set I climb for my job right. and this is a way to separate myself from the job aspect of it and climb for me for fun you know because it is truly what I enjoy to do.
Right. Mine's a little bit different because, I mean, I've, I've kind of always wanted to go on climbing trips and I've always wanted to come out here. And this is my first trip this far out west. And it's also my first yeah, okay. solo trip by myself across the country, right. which I've never done before. And, well, my solo trip with Eska. And so Eska is like a big motivation for me. Right. So for all the listeners, I have a husky who's a little over two years old, who is the most badass adventure pup and is the toughest husky I've ever seen in my life. And she's a great climber. That's, I think that's why we get along she really well. She loves to climb. Yeah, that's like... She on those boulders. Yeah, she doesn't care about the heat or anything as long as she can climb up some boulders. And so now it's kind of like a, it's like a challenge to see what we can handle as like a unit. Mm-hmm. Because we're going back to Colorado in, in a little bit to go climb some mountains. And it's like I need, need that kind of relationship with her where we're in scenarios where we're climbing or we're in like just weird tr- like approaches and right. just different scenarios outdoors that we need to be on the same page. And so it's been really, really, and it has been really beneficial for both of us to like learn how the other person moves on the trails, when it's okay to go faster and slower. So as much as I want to be here to climb, it's like such a two-part thing where it's like, right. yeah, like my heart is here to climb and that's like my thing, but at the same time I also am like this is Eska's trip. Like she's going to get to climb some rocks. She's gonna I'm out here to, for the dog. She's going to have to deal with the heat. <laughs> she's tough. I mean, it's fucking hot out here. So you guys aren't out here just for the climbing. I mean, the climbing is definitely a majority of it, yeah. right. Right. but I wouldn't say it's 110%. It's know? like a good structure for what the trip is. It's like climbing at the core, and then there are all these benefits that kind of yeah. kind of stem and branch from it. Yeah. See, that's my thing. I always, I always like, I don't like just being outside. I'd rather have a goal. <laughs> so if I'm going to be outside, I want to have something to do, and climbing is something to do. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Idleness is very difficult to maintain. Just doing nothing. Exactly. It's, it drives people crazy. Exactly. I know that the, in uh, Dante's Inferno, the description of hell, like the lowest pit of hell, was ice cold and like mm-hmm. frozen. Just being idle for like eternity is like the worst That's hell. Just, yeah, you're just, just makes frozen. Sense. Just like you're outside and you're like, I can't sit still. <laughs> yeah. Fucking torture. Right. right. Look at all the look at all the hills. Look at the mountains. Like, I just want to go be in all of it. Right, which is why I think bouldering, like you said, John, is a good structure for mm-hmm. that things can branch off of. But so we're we're here now, and when we're in the boulder fields, what draws you to a boulder, and what makes you say, "I want to be on top of that one"? You know, like over over a different climb, because we've been on, we've been on the one star grind for this trip, and like two of my most memorable climbs this trip have been one star climbs i feel like mostly for me it's probably aesthetics like how good Mm. does that chunk of rock look i mean i I feel like the movement is like half a step below that for sure but you can't always pick a line by movement if you know if you if you're just looking at it so you climb like airwolf that you can see three miles down the canyon in utah yeah. And you're like, that one. Yeah. I want to be on that yeah. one. I feel like I have the most hippy-dippy answer for this. And I want to, like, quote this uh, this lady. It's She's from the, the podcast I was telling you about, about pumpkins. Oh, yeah, and the Ologies like podcast. Yeah, this very sweet yeah. old lady who's talking about how much she loves pumpkins. And she's talking about how 
like they Allie Ward asked the question of like how do you pick the pumpkins and she says well I don't really pick the pumpkins and this is paraphrasing of course <laughs> and it was basically like I don't pick the pumpkins the pumpkins pick me yeah like she wanders yeah. around pumpkin patches until she finds the pumpkin that like just speaks to her and is like that's the one that's the one and I feel like that was like my vibe yesterday where I was like I kind of just wanted to go and like find out what spoke to me Mm -hmm. And then I found like this little area and was like, this is such a, it was like such a perfect little area. Yeah. And it just kind of, as soon as I looked at the rock, I was like, this is where I want to spend some time. And there was like that little cove on one corner of the rock that had the beautiful slab boulder to like protect the landing that you could like throw a pad on. So you had like one pad flat on the ground. There was like mm -hmm. an angled slab rock the other way away from the boulder. And you'd slap one on that and that was all the protection you needed. And it was and nice and shaded, and yeah. it was just kind of like the entirety of that experience of that rat or that boulder problem was very nice. Yeah. So I feel like it's kind of like it's always just walking around until I'm like that one, something that one. That one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what. Like, there's nothing specific. It's just that one. Yeah. And then the guidebook is like that one that you liked was one star. Yeah, <laughs> so it means it's barely worth sure. climbing. Yeah. <laughs> but it's nice to find those one stars. It is. Those untrafficked climbs. Um, is this both of your first trips to Red Rocks? Yes. You haven't been yes. before. Yeah. I climbed. I came last year, but only spent five days climbing. We've already spent six, seven days out here already. Well, so okay, Red Rocks is like there's a couple thousand boulders in the area, and we've only been able to go to a few spots so far. But how's been being in this area around so many boulders how has it forced you to rethink your relationship with climbing it's made me feel like i need to be out here more because <laughs> i mean obviously while i'm here on this limited time you know we have to be kind of picky mm -hmm. in what we can do and it just you know really made me realize how much time you could spend in an area like this climbing new boulders like every day like it's having a weird effect on my mind in terms of like my head game like my head game is getting stronger which is making yeah. me want to try taller more like complex things right. with maybe different landings and sketchier landings so it's like it's positive in the way that it makes me a better climber and more in control of my head but it's also like a bad influence on me because <laughs> i kind of want to try sketchy climbs or like like i want to go back to that really tall boulder and right. do the top out even right. though the top out is Probably the really thing that spooky. would spit me off and mm -hmm. like really make me want to bail on it. Straight into a cactus. Straight into, into like cactus. seven cactuses. <laughs> <laughs> as much as I like didn't want to do it before, the more I'm out here, the more I'm like, oh my god, but those big boulders look so beautiful and proud. Like I right. just want to stand on it. I don't really care what the landing looks like anymore. Right. So it's good and bad. Do you, do you guys think of yourselves as different climbers after you've been out here for a week? Or are you just the same climbers with... A week's worth of Red Rocks experience. <laughs> yeah, I would I would agree with the same climber, but obviously the more time you spend outside, you know, you mm -hmm. get used to how that area climbs and how the rock feels. So when we went to Leavenworth a couple of years ago, God, we couldn't even climb V3s. Because <laughs> yeah. you were slapping your way up slopers and it was all about oh God. tension and body position and we just oh didn't. No. We didn't understand it. We didn't have enough time to like shift into climbing in Leavenworth. What about you, Jen? Are you the same climber with a, just a week's worth of experience here? 
No. I would say no, but only because before we came on the trip, I had already kind of like, was it becoming a different climber? Because right. I used to be right. a lot of gym climbing, and like, I was pretty, I don't know, I wouldn't say like ritualistic about training, but I was like, I was on top of a training schedule. And I kind of weaned off of it, and then, like, once I came out here, and I got Eska with me, and now I'm just kind of more, like, communing with nature, I would say, mm-hmm. instead of focusing on, like, trying really hard, I would say I'm more focusing on, like, enjoying where I am, because this is my first time here, right. so I don't want to, I don't want to get my hopes up for, like, trying hard, or, like, thinking that I'm going to do really well, I'd rather really enjoy the area, look for really cool hidden gems, and, like, just learn as much as I can about the area before I start kind of going really gung-ho at hard climbs. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of been my vibe lately is like yeah. less gung-ho, more just kind of just feel it out. Yeah, yeah, feel it out. Let whatever happens, happens. And it's, I would say it's more positive. Um, I don't get as many things done, which is kind of unfortunate, but I will say all of the things that I do are a lot more positive. Yeah, they're and better feel for, it, for sure feel less frustrated. Like yeah. there's, there's significantly less frustration where I'm like, if I don't do a boulder instead of just being angry and thinking about it all the time, I'm like... That's exactly what Tegan and I were talking about last week, is that you can, bouldering especially, can really get you frustrated. Yeah. yeah. And then the whole trip is done if you don't succeed. <laughs> you can get really which is upset. wild. Yeah. I've been... I've it been took me a long time good. to get to that point where I was like, you know, you can just go climb a bunch of easy climbs and have just as much fun as climbing one hard thing for the whole week and a half you're out here. Yeah. Any other impressions from Red Rocks? We've only got a few more days here. It's hot. <laughs> yeah, we kind of got it at the beginning part of the season. Yeah. At the very beginning where it's almost still too hot. I love it. I'm like, I'm it's loving it. a nice the change heat. from Wisconsin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm not excited because as soon as I leave from here and end up in Colorado, I'm going to be in the mountains. So it's going to be like a 180 of like, 85 sunny desert temps mm-hmm. dry and then windy really cold snowy yeah. colorado <laughs> yeah what's your biggest impression from the second trip to red rocks my second trip i mean i've been to probably double the number of spots that i was at last year just because i'm like there's so many rocks here i should try to sample all of them instead of just picking a, a handful to go back to again and again so i feel like i did that did it in the reverse order of my first and second trips out here. <laughs> but I want to come back soon. Yeah. Oh, I'm in. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, guys. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. My words for the trip are balance and discover. If you want to help support the show, go to patreon.com slash thousandwordspodcast or share an episode with someone who might enjoy it. We're still not sure where we'll be next week. We have thoughts of going all the way to California or maybe into Moab again. But wherever we are, I'll bring you a new episode next Friday. All right, we'll catch you next week.